Hey, Shannon. Hey, Marcella. What are your thoughts on goat poop? Goat poop. I have not thought a lot about goat poop. I can say that for a fact. Yeah, me neither until we talked to Coco and David. They were talking to us about goat poop. Caca de cabrita. Oh. I was like, what? That's right. Goat poop. <laughs> I just have to leave it there because there's really nowhere to go from goat poop. You have to listen to the show. Absolutely. You guys are in for a treat. Enjoy. Do you have a black thumb? Are you wondering what the word horticulture means? Are you a little bit seedy? A little shady? Do you stand in the garden and wonder, what the f am I doing? Do you look at people's yards and wonder, what the f are they doing? If so, this podcast is for you, no matter your gardening experience level. I'm Shannon. And I'm Marcella, two friends who like to laugh and learn our way through life and gardening. Tune in as we interview some awesome people who talk to us about their love for plants, trees, gardens, bugs, and more. Welcome to CD and Shady AF, a sketchy gardening podcast. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Marcella. Hey, you want to know what's better than vitamin C? I'm afraid to ask, but please tell me what's better than vitamin C. Vitamin G. <laughs> For goats. That's right. Vitamin G for goats. And that's what this week's show is going to be all about. Goats and goat yoga. We have Coco Trevino and David Osment from Farm Yoga Texas talking to us about all things adorable cute goats and yoga and all the other cool animals they have on their farm. Have you ever done yoga, Marcella? Yes. Um, I remember a time in particular where I went to hot yoga. I make the room so hot to the point where you think you might pass out. So I did that experience. Um, it was kind of like a one and done situation because <laughs> it smelled so bad in there. It probably, honestly, probably goat yoga smells better than hot yoga. I was yoga. gonna say, I don't know if goat yoga is gonna smell any better than hot yoga, but I definitely think that the atmosphere is gonna be a lot cuter at goat yoga. I agree. This was such a fun conversation. I'm so excited to share it with everyone. Let's start the show. And we can go ahead and kind of just get started. So Coco, if you and David could just introduce yourselves and kind of give our listeners some information about your background. Sure. I am Coco Trevino. I am the founder of Farm Yoga and uh, I am an animal lover. I am a goat farmer and I'm also a physical therapist assistant. Yeah, and I'm a co-founder of the business. Um, I'm prior military, been working as occupational therapist assistant for about 13 years. We've both been kind of involved in the wellness field for a while. So what is goat yoga? And what, I mean, coming from the backgrounds that you come from, what led you down this journey to start Farm Yoga? So uh, Farm Yoga is a wellness program that we developed here in San Antonio. Our mission is to offer yoga classes, but surrounded by farm animals. So we're trying to uh, incorporate nature, try to bring people back to nature, you know, and, um, you know, just like wellness, both mental and physical. And really what got us into, into this is actually our good friend, Kim Rocha, who is the founder of, yes, the San Antonio Backyard Pet Chickens group here. And uh, she, it was her idea. She sent us one time a video and told us, hey, you guys have goats. I want you to do this goat yoga that's going on up north. So we started five years ago. So 
it was uh, around the same time that it would start being like a craze. So yeah, and then uh, we we did a first class. We invited a bunch of friends. Then those friends told their friends, and then it became what what it is now. <laughs> so that's so interesting. So why goats? Why are goats good to for, for yoga? So goats are are well known to be uh, like animals of therapeutic animals they're like joyful they're very playful cute. they're very they are, they are. They are I, so cute. I, I i went to your farm yoga website and i saw the goats and i was just like oh my gosh they're so cute <laughs> like, yes, everyone turns into a kid when they come out absolutely yes so yeah that that's we, we picked that you know and of course we have the little farm here our neighbors have goats also. So, you know, they got us into all these farm animals and and we, you know, we thought that the goat would be perfect for what we're doing. So David, you mentioned that, um, you know, you were previously in the military. So one of the questions we have is how yeah. did you go from being um, paratrooper to becoming a goat farmer? That's a pretty big departure. <laughs> uh, I took the indirect route. Okay. <laughs> A lot of things happened between then and now, but it really was about you know, trying to build a, a team environment, really, with a, a goal and purpose. There's some similarities there in that regard. Yeah, I would say, um, do, do you, would you say that being in the Army and, and herding goats is very much the same? Uh, getting everybody to participate, yeah, on the same page, that's a big similarity. And we both like to eat, so that's another thing. <laughs> no, they both jump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fearless jumpers. Yeah, fearless, fearless jumpers. jumpers that's yeah. So during the goat yoga, do you have time to, you know, cuddle and play with the goats? Or is it strictly business? Is it strictly like goat, you know, yoga business when you're there? No, we definitely uh, give time for everybody to, which which is the main goal. Like The we, business is the cuddling. That's okay. Good. Yeah. We want we want people to have that connection with the animals when they come. So we usually, you know, it's it, it takes a couple of hours, our events, be an hour of yoga. And the other hour is just feeding the goats, mingling with them, playing and connecting. So, yeah, definitely we give time for that. So just out of curiosity, you kind of went into it a little bit, but can you walk us through what a typical goat yoga class or experience is like? What can a first time participant expect? Yes. Yeah, so when they first arrive, we try to welcome them, slowly bringing the animals because sometimes people are not familiar with, with all the array of farm animals that we have here. So we try to bring, slowly bring them in. And then um, we have like feed, so people can start feeding them, touching them, uh, getting acquainted with all the farm animals. And then we do like an introduction. We introduce ourselves, who we are, what we do, and have everyone be in, in their place. And then we do the, the yoga class and the animals participate at the same time. So the, the animals are with us throughout the whole experience. After the, the yoga class, we we do pictures with the goats and we, you know, everybody wants to take pictures, cuddle with them and answer questions. Some, some people have questions about, you know, animal husbandry and things like that. It turns out to be, it's more, it's more, like I say, sometimes it's more fun for us sometimes <laughs> just being there, you know, seeing how 
how David mm -hmm. mentioned earlier, how people just turn into children again, mm -hmm. seeing, you know, all the and, animals. And it's a beginner's level class. We want to welcome everyone to participate. And David, do you all have other events or products that you offer during goat yoga or just as it goat yoga? Do you have other things on the farm that you offer? We sell hats with our logo and t-shirts. We also have our eggs from our chickens, of oh, course, appreciate. different color eggs. Nobody <laughs> likes that. Yeah. And uh, we also have some rainwater that we uh, that we sell also. Our farm yoga rainwater. Farm yoga. And our poo. Oh, right. Yes. And so I, I do have questions about the, the goat poo, definitely. <laughs> I but I, I, I did want to ask about, um, so the farm yoga, I read that you're all going to start offering these wellness packages next year, correct? Um, yeah. what, is, what is that? Can you give a little bit of information about the wellness packages? Yes. So we're so excited. This upcoming year, 2023, we are expanding farm yoga into a small flower farm. So we want to offer wellness um, workshops where mm -hmm. people can come and learn how to make a flower arrangement, learn about the flowers, then do the goat yoga class. And then we want to have charcuterie boards and mm -hmm. wine. We have our own private label wine also that we want to share with all mm -hmm. our students. That way people can come and spend just like a nice wellness mm -hmm. morning. I think too about how to how to plant the flowers and then grow them and maintain them as well mm -hmm. as then cutting them, how to cut them and then arrange them. Yeah. So from beginning to end, that's pretty interesting. It sounds like it. You guys had me at wine and charcuterie. Shannon already knows <laughs> those are the two. That's all that's needed for me to get. I'm sold. I'm in. <laughs> Yes, Mar Marcella, Marcella is there for the wine and charcuterie. I'm definitely there for the, the cuddling of the goats. <laughs> that part too, yeah. <laughs> and so talk, uh, mentioning the goats again, um, can you talk a little bit about the goat poo, the, the goat manure? What, what is that all about? So that is our new product. It's called um, Farm Yoga's Caca de Cabrito. And <laughs> what it is, is, is exactly that. Uh, we have, we realized that, I mean, we have so much manure from our goats that we wanted to, you know, do something um, special with it. So we started packaging it and selling it. It's such a good um, fertilizer. It's a soil conditioner. Mm -hmm. And uh, we use it in our own garden. And we realized that Wow, it, it was, I mean, a big... Uh, you can mix it in with the soil and throw it on top of the soil, too. Yes, yeah. it's very really easy high, to high in nitrogen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, now we're starting to package it and sell it for gardeners out there who's, who's interested in, in using it. But we're excited about it. Yes, we're excited as well. All you gardeners listening, we got some goat poo. We'll put the link. <laughs> so definitely buy a lot of goat poo. Golden nugget. <laughs> Love it. So we, you know, something that's important to obviously for goat poo is what they eat. So kind of rumor has it is that goats eat anything. So we were wondering, like, is that true or is that just a rumor? Is that just a misnomer? They pretty much eat what they want. Yeah, uh, organic. They, I mean, they'll eat grass. They'll eat bushes, trees. They'll climb trees even to eat the leaves in the tree. Yeah. They'll eat flowers, yeah. they'll eat clothes, they'll eat shoes, they'll eat phones. So yeah, pretty much that, that's a true rumor. <laughs> they'll eat anything. Even your hair, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so how long have you guys been working with goats? And how, you know, how did you, how did you learn 
all that you know now about about goats? We learn as you go. We, you can't possibly know it all. You learn as you go, and then there's still more to learn. Yeah, it's with continuous. us, we, we initially we started with three chickens. Then we were like, okay, now we're farmers, so now we need goats. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, then we incorporated the goats, and it's true what David says. We just learn as we go. They're amazing teachers. They really are. Yes, and go- <laughs> goats are really fascinating. I know you mentioned earlier about um, goats will climb trees. When I was traveling in the Middle East, I saw goats that were beyond these really, really steep, you know, like the mountain goats in the really steep mountains. And then I've also seen in the Balkans where like a, a tree full of goats. Yeah. Um, and then, but I also heard that goats burp like a man is that true <laughs> like, do goats make man man-sized burps we've heard a few of those yeah. yes they, they do they do they regurgitate because of their rumen stomachs they regurgitate their food and so yeah they, they do burp absolutely yes the stomach is the ruminant stomach it's a four chamber stomach four chamber, four chamber stomach. like mine much much like my four chamber stomach <laughs> that i also have like me when i eat my noodle <laughs> <laughs> yes that's how they're able to eat everything yeah wow that's really interesting do you all know anything about fainting goats and screaming goats because i've heard screaming goats as well and screaming goats crack me up every time (laughs) i hear they all scream i think (laughs) yeah uh, well uh, let's see the fainting goats we don't have any of those in the farm but i do know thank goodness (laughs) i know they, they, uh, they call myotonic myotonic goats and what it is is like a congenital condition and so they get like really stiff and they'll fall down when, when they get startled or when, when, they, yeah. when they're afraid. So it's, it's just like a condition that they have. It's an American breed, those fainting goats. And the screaming is like a bleep. So it's like they, they scream like, ma. <laughs> they literally <laughs> make noises like, like a baby, you know. So they, wow. they call for their ma. And, it's, it's so cute to, to see, but it can also be like, you know, if you have a neighbor, thank God here, we everybody has goats, so they're familiar. <laughs> but if they want to hear all these, like, children, right, ma, ma. <laughs> They'd be like, what is going on over there next door? <laughs> Absolutely. Adorable. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Hi, Seed in the Shade here with some interesting facts about goats. Even with their yelling and fainting competing for your attention, it's hard not to notice a goat's eyes. Their horizontal rectangular pupils seem alien compared to the round pupils of people and dogs and the vertical slits of cats and snakes. So why do goats' eyes look like that? And for that matter, why do cats' eyes look the way they do? In a recent study, scientists have found that the shape of an animal's pupil is a clue to its place in the food chain. These scientists found a clear relationship between the shape of the animal's pupil and their ecological role. Predatory animals that ambush their prey tend to have vertical slit pupils, while herbivores that are prey for other animals usually have horizontal pupils. This rectangular pupil gives the prey animal an advantage by allowing it to see in a wide field of view. It also narrows their view towards the ground, where most predators would be lurking. So. Goats can probably thank their eyes for still being in existence today. You have other animals on your farm as well. So you mentioned that you started off with chickens, or is it is it just chickens and goats, or do you have other animals? We have turkeys. We have about seven or eight turkeys. Uh, we have four geese. 
our pod belly pig. Pod belly pig. So cute. <laughs> they're supposed to be miniature, but they're still kind of big. Yeah. <laughs> Turkey, chicken. Yeah. No, it's, it's an array of, of farm animals here. And the this pigs are fast, so. Oh, go I, on. Pigs are fast. Yeah. <laughs> Surprising to hear. Pigs are big. They're, they're hard to catch. That's the real exercise <laughs> right there, trying to catch a piggy. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> it's a real exercise. I want to circle back to something that you said earlier. You mentioned that your your goats have been really good teachers. So I'm wondering, like, what is one of the most important um, lessons that your goat has taught you? Goats have taught you. I would say for me, the number one lesson that they have taught me is that they're fearless. They're really fearless animals. They're not afraid. They're not afraid to climb a tree. They're not afraid to jump and also they're very they're very calming like they give you you know just being around them being next to them give you like a calming effect at the same time and then they can be of course a lot of fun because they're jumping up and down right but yeah to me i mean i would say they're just fearless that's one thing that i've learned from them i want to be like them I think that I think that all businesses all you know should should have a goat day and they should all bring goats and and have all the employees. We agree with all schools should you know yes and you should be able to all schools should have animals. My kids went to a school in Japan where they had a giant farm on the schoolyard oh, wow. and I'd always thought that was really cool. And that is the kind of work I need to yeah. do is work where they bring in goats that I can just cuddle them. Everyone who comes out and they smile immediately. I mean, yeah. just looking at them, watching them play and run, you know. It's a beautiful experience yeah. to be around. It's very uh, de-stressing also. Oh, yes, absolutely. So that actually goes right into our next question about, you know, the, the benefits of animal yoga. What have you seen goat yoga do for people that you've worked with? Oh, that's a very interesting uh, question. A lot of people ask, okay, so what is what is the benefit of having a goat jump on my back or things like that, right? You know, <laughs> and so interesting enough with our physical therapy and occupational therapy background, I can say that it's just like adding weight. It's adding weight to you, your exercise. You're trying to do a All pose right. and you have a goat on your back. Mm-hmm. You're working on your balance. Right. You're working on your bone density because you're adding weight. Mm-hmm. So there is many physical benefits, mental benefits. It's amazing. Just like David says, just to see people smile, it puts a smile on your face uh, and you are connecting with the animal. It's just, it's just an amazing experience. At least it has been for me. And I see that, you know, in our clients when they come and and they spend time with the goats. I did have one listener question. So a, lis- a listener wanted to know when doing yoga with the goats, do what happens if the goat has to poop? <laughs> do goats ever poop on people? <laughs> they do. But this is a good thing well, about... about not the, on someone. That sounds bad. I know. but On the ground. <laughs> on the ground. You, but the good thing is, is that they're pebbles yeah. and they're dry. They're odorless. Oh. So That's why we do it outside. So... <laughs> kind of absorbs it absolutely but yeah i mean be prepared well people know what to expect i mean they they know what they're coming to do so right right surprise i mean i'm not deterred by the the cuteness of the goat definitely always the goat poop not deterred by that you know what i mean And so if, if you had to describe yourselves, David and Coco, based on these song titles, what would you say would be the best way to describe yourself? A horse with no name. I am the walrus, 
Buffalo Soldier or Karma Chameleon? We were listening to him and we kind of like, I'm the walrus. I'm the walrus. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I'm Generation X, so I have to go with Karma, 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 oh. Karma, Karma, Chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So we have one, I am the walrus and one Karma Chameleon. What about you, Marcella? Um, I have to agree with Karma Chameleon. I really, that is a really good song. Yeah. Awesome. I agree. Okay. Probably a Buffalo Soldier. Okay. Okay. I would probably say that would be the one that describes me the most. <laughs> yeah. Do you all play music during the during the yoga, during the goat yoga? It's very slow, soothing music, almost like uh, Tai Chi type music. You mm -hmm. know, very soothing. And we, we've had uh, sometimes uh, people that have, we've invited, you know, friends that play guitar also. Mm. So just like a very mellow, relaxing music. But yes, we do. Do the goats seem to have a favorite kind of music? Are they more Metallica people or are they more? They're, they're headbangers. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems I feel like goats would like chaos and so anything that like any type of music that sounds like chaos I feel like they'd be down with <laughs> you're right you're right about that I love that <laughs> makes them jump. do you all um Coco and David do you all do any gardening out on your farm well like I mentioned before we are uh, starting our farm our flower farm so right now we've been planting a lot of flowers, a lot of bulb flowers, uh, bulbs, and uh, but we do we we do uh, also like vegetable gardening. Tomatoes, tomatoes, yeah. mm -hmm. and we're like right now everything green, anything green. We need to you lettuce. know all the lettuces going right now. So yes, we do, but. We, we try to do them away from the goats. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was that was going to be my next uh -huh. question. <laughs> but you answered it. So you do it separate from the goat. Yes. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Is that fun to work in? <laughs> yeah. As you know, the 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 audience for our um, podcast is, you know, gardening levels of all all along the spectrum. So, you know, we're hoping to learn from the successes of gardening as well as the fails of our gardeners. So what's an example of a gardening fail of yours? So huge that you almost gave up on gardening. Uh, I can I can remember one time when we had planted use our goat manure. And it was an amazing garden. My tomatoes were looking fantastic. They were huge. And then somehow our little goats found their way in the garden. Oh. So they ate everything that we had. It was like a buffet. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you go in there after all this time and it's kind of like, oh, my garden, but what can you do but laugh it off? At least somebody enjoyed it. That's what we say. I mean, that, that, that's probably the only occasion that I can think of where, you know, it was a garden fail, but oh well. But it was all for good. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good point, Marcella, you know, that somebody got to enjoy it. I'm sure that the goats probably thought you used my poop on this. So this is my garden. So I'm probably sure that's how <laughs> they that were collecting out. their dues. <laughs> they did. But other than that, I mean, gardening is, is so therapeutic. It's fantastic. And you learn with those mm -hmm. failures. And there's a lot to learn, too, as you go about that with like soil preparation and what to mix in with the soil to really really make those flowers grow or the vegetables grow. Absolutely. Mm. It's all about the soil, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. What What would you say? We We talked a little bit about all the animals that you have on the farm. You said you had turkeys. You have a. I'm sure what is an adorable potbelly pig. Do they all have different names? We do. We We started since day one naming all our goats, naming all our piggies, and everything. But then we got too many now, so it's like, okay, uh, where's Cookie? Where's uh, Butter? Where's yeah. We just started where, calling them. Where's the one with that white spot on? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the one David I love that the one with the white spot on his ass I love that one yeah. I'm sure it's unmistakable you're not going to get him confused with anybody like else <laughs> you know we talked about this with the with the music and the goat yoga do you do you talk to or do you play music for the goat we do actually and the other animals mm-hmm. they they are good listeners they they like music actually goats are, are followers of music they respond to it they they respond even to faces when you know if you're listening to something calm and you're calm they come and sit next to you and so yeah it 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 Really, you can tell that they do enjoy the music. They're very smart animals, yes. <laughs> Goats just yeah. sound like the bestest, aren't they? They really <laughs> do. Yeah, they really do. So outside of this podcast, my day job is I'm a therapist, a mental health therapist. And there's a lot of there's a lot of research around like animal assisted <gasps> animal assisted therapy. That's my that's my animal, that's my support animal right there. But yeah, there's a lot of reasons. She's not my support animal. She actually needs support for her. Um but <laughs> But we love her. But we love her regardless. But yeah, so to hear some of the the things that you guys talk about that you you see them do, what they do for you, that makes sense considering the the research around it. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. So yeah, very great therapeutic animals. Absolutely. You have lots of uh, animals on the on the farm. Which one do you think you most identify with? We have dogs too. So <laughs> probably a dog. <laughs> probably a dog. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Coco? I definitely have to say a goat. That's my favorite farm oh. animal. Even though I mean, even though I love them all, it's like they're my children, right? So you love them all equally. But I I do yes. connect with the goat. A lot. So I would say, yeah, definitely a goat. Awesome. I, I would say that I, I think I'm like a little cute pot belly pig, but I'm probably like a wild turkey. <laughs> Thank you so much. I think that uh, this has been really interesting and I hope to go back sure. and I'm able to learn so much more about goat yoga. And I've learned a lot about just having a farm and we definitely want to put some information out there so that our listeners can follow you and kind of get more info. Um, where can listeners get more information about goat yoga and farm yoga? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you guys for having us in your show. We are so excited and honored. And yes, um, they can just follow us in uh, our social media, Instagram. We, we have videos there, Facebook and Twitter. Those are the three social media platforms that we have right now. They can just follow us there. That would be amazing. Awesome. So we'll definitely put all the information about Farm Yoga on the in the show notes and we'll put a link there. We'll also see if we can sneak out and get some cute goat photos, photos for you all. So all right. awesome. yeah, <laughs> definitely. One day if I ever if I make it back to San Antonio, I'll definitely try to come make it for a for a class. Now you have a reason to. Now I have a reason to. That's right. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. It was so good talking with you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Namaste. This has been the CD and Shady AF podcast. Thanks to all the peas in our pod for listening. We believe in you and we believe in your plant. Follow us for more shenanigans on Instagram at CD and Shady Pod. Until next time, stay seedy, stay shady. 
And remember, sketchy gardening is still gardening. <laughs>